does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Regional basketball around the state, plus, we're going to talk a little college basketball, too. A whole lot going on. IU Purdue, that game played to, they won't be playing each other tomorrow, unfortunately. So, we'll talk about that right now, though. You want to know who won the regionals, and we have that for you. The star of our show, the man with all the scores, is Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Thanks again, Coach. Pleasure to be here. We have one final Class 2A regional score that I didn't get to in the last update. It was the Southridge Regional, Brownstown Central and Forest Park playing against each other. Brownstown Central winning 64-49. In that last game in the Southridge Regional, there was Linton Stockton versus North Decatur. Linton Stockton would win decisively 62-33. to Then we have the Class 1A Regionals, Triton being the very first area. Marquette Catholic versus Tri-County with Marquette Catholic winning 60-48. Couts would defeat Bethany Christian in a close game 44-40. In the Frankfurt Regional, it was Fountain Central versus Liberty Christian. Fountain Central wins by two, 54-52. Blue River and Southwood would take to the court with Southwood winning 57-38. Then in the Martinsville Regional, we had Indianapolis Lutheran versus Bloomfield. Indianapolis Lutheran winning 43-40. Jack Sendell beats Bethesda Christian 61-59. And finally, the Class 1A Ligoti Regional. Ligoti beats North the Boys 57-33. And between New Washington and Rock Creek Academy, it was Rock Creek Academy winning 67-32. If you missed any of the regional scores from previous updates, we'll loop back around to it in the next two minutes. Let's move on to some college basketball. We almost had a chance for the IU-Purdue matchup in the Big Ten Tournament Finals. By now, I'm sure you already know, the Purdue Boilermakers were victorious against Ohio State, 80-66. IU, the favorites, are going up against Penn State today, upset 77-73, but they would not go down easy. They kept it close. They were swinging in the last couple of minutes. Here is IU bringing it to within one, 73-74. He goes out of bounds to catch it, and they threw it away. Picked up by Galloway. Scores to make it a one-point ball game. The inbound again. Miles Dredd gets it. That was a close. They brought it to within one, making it a close game, but again, falling to the Nittany Lions, 77-73. That means your Big Ten Tournament final will be the Purdue Boilermakers against Penn State. Your Indiana Pacers played today against the Detroit Pistons. They're in Detroit for a for two games. They won 121-115. Several of the starters on the bench, including Benedict Matherin, although not a starter, but the sixth man. Starters Miles Turner, Tyrese Halliburton, also benched, and then TJ McConnell did not see any playing time today as well. Pacers still emerging victorious. It was actually a come-out night for Isaiah Jackson, who started at center. He put up 11 rebounds and 19 points. The Detroit native had a double-double in his first game. 
against the Pistons. Then we also had standout Andrew Nemhard putting up 19 points. Buddy Heald was draining threes all night long with 17 of his own. Here's one of them now. Bagley hoists up an air ball from three-point range. Neesmith ahead to Heald. Heald left sideline, gathers it in, and knocks down another three. His third of the night. Ten of his 17 points here in the third quarter. And out of the timeout, the Pacers have outscored the Pistons 9-2 and reestablished a seven-point lead. Pacers would lead for most of the game, though they did enter the fourth quarter at a tie. Pacers' next game, like I said once again, is going to be against the Detroit Pistons on Monday, March 13th at 7 p.m. Moving on to some Indiana hockey. Both of our ECHL teams were in action tonight. The Indy Fuel would fall to the Toledo Walleye 2-1, while the Fort Wayne Comets happened to emerge victorious against the Wheeling Nailers 6-5. Spring train is in the air for the major for Major League Baseball. You've got the Chicago Cubs who beat the Dodgers 5-2 and the Cincinnati Reds falling to the Texas Rangers 8-7. More in the next 15 minutes for Never Canadian Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Let's talk some regional action today at LaPel. Blackhawk Christian beats Tipton 80-59. to Wapahani beating Carroll 73-50. WILO's Don Carl had the call of this Wapahani win. Don, thank you so much for the call and another impressive win by Wapahani. I'll tell you something, Bob. They're a real meal deal coming in at rank number two in 2A basketball. I'll tell you, those guys can flat shoot the basketball. And if they don't make it, the second point rebound puts it up and in. I'll tell you what, these guys are going to go a long, long way in the tournament. They beat the number 10 school, Carol Cougars from Flora, 73-50. Isaac Andrew scores 21 points for the Wapahani, along with Franks with 19 and Nathan Nelson, 14. For the Cougars, Chris Huerta leads the Pack with 15 points. Owen Duff ends his career at with 10 points. And Elijah Hoshbarger with 9. I'll tell you, the, the Cougars were down 48-41 at the end of the third period. And then they were outscored 25-9 to in the fourth period. Wow. Well, I know I've talked to Matt Luce uh, a lot throughout the year, and he has said uh, night in and night out that you know, they have guys, he has multiple guys, as you point out, uh, can knock down shots uh, from the perimeter. They can handle the ball, pass it well, uh, put it on the floor and make things happen. They're hard to match up with, and they're also, uh, I think, a solid defensive team, but the matchups make them uh, as good as they are because they have a lot of guys who are hard to guard and a lot of guys who can score. You, you are so right with that. I mean, anybody can shoot the three. When you look at their stats, they shoot almost 40% from the three-point line. They shoot about 58 from inside the arc. They make free throws at a 72% clip. These guys are going to go a long, long way. 
Well, they are. We're going to have to wait until tomorrow to find out who it is. But uh, already it's exciting. And it just sounds to me like Wapahani was in control from the start of this game, were they not? Well, the Cougars jump out to a 7-0 lead, come out stroking it, looking very, very well. Mm-hmm. And then Wapahani went, wait a minute, we're the number two team. And it was rock <laughs> solid from that point on. Sounds to me like it was. Don, I appreciate the call again from WILO. Don Carl on the call. Hopefully we're talking next week about another W. Thanks so much for your time. Yes, thank you, Bob. Thanks for letting us call in. Yeah, you're welcome. Very welcome. Maxwell Gilly from WBDG joins me. Maxwell, thank you so much for the call. You had the uh, opportunity to call one of the best games in the state, the matchup that everybody's been talking about between Ben Davis and Cathedral. Ben Davis ranked number one undefeated Cathedral defending champs. This one goes to the Giants. 63-53 the final. It's a solid win for Ben Davis tonight, Maxwell. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I think there's a reason why the South Fort Fieldhouse had barely any seats available. You knew it was going to be a fun one. (laughs) And really, when we look at this, we saw Cathedral get out to a bit of a lead. But then Ben Davis, as they've done all season long, they have a third quarter that they just go off. They score 21 points, lead at the third quarter, 45-40, then end up winning this one 63-53. A lot of talent on the floor. There's no question about it. And, you know, Cathedral, as we mentioned, uh, talented uh, themselves, defending champs. What's the difference in this game that allows Ben Davis to win? I'd really say the difference had to be on Cathedral's side. We saw Xavier Booker. He only had nine points, and that was exclusively into that first quarter. He gets in foul trouble. He has to sit on the bench. When that happened, Ben Davis starts to get their lead. So I think really having Xavier Booker on the bench, that was the biggest issue. Same with Jerron Tibbs. He struggled only getting five points total for Cathedral after having a 19-point performance in the win over Attucks. Two of their big stars struggled for Cathedral. And then for Ben Davis, they just played extremely well. Uh, All five of their starting five all had a lot of points, a lot of rebounds. Four of the five had double digits, so it was just a great effort from Ben Davis. All right, Maxwell, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to hang on through this scoreboard update. Can you do that? All right. Love to. All right, Maxwell Gilly from WBDG will stay with us and talk about Cathedral and Ben Davis. I want to remind everybody, you know, go to w, uh, go to IHSAA.org, check out the pairing show. Tomorrow, Greg Rakestraw will have that uh, for the for the upcoming semi-states. This is fun, fun stuff. We'll come back, talk some more basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. All right, we loop back to the top of the regional scores. Class 4A regionals. Michigan City, it was Penn versus Chesterton. 
Penn winning 73-60. Mishawaka and Hammond Central faced off with Hammond Central winning 59-46. Fort Wayne bested Noblesville 62-60. Meanwhile, Fort Wayne North and Kokomo played. Kokomo winning 68-55 in the Logansport Regionals. Moving to the Southport Regionals, it was Brownsburg versus New Palestine. Brownsburg winning handedly, 66-39. Ben Davis beating Indianapolis Cathedral by a dime, 63-53. In the Seymour Regionals, it was Evansville Wrights against Jennings County. Jennings County would win 64-40. Bloomington North, 45 to Columbus North, 43, winning that game. Moving on to Class 3A, the South Bend Washington Regionals. Northwood and Lake Station took to the court. Northwood winning 72-35. John Glenn defeated South Bend, Washington, 58-54. In the Newcastle Regionals for Class 3A, Fort Wayne Dwanger beats Twin Lakes, 65-43. Delta beats Peru, 54-47. Lebanon Regionals, Garen Catholic beating Danville, 66-52, while Beach Grove emerges victorious over Indian Creek, 65-56. Finally, in the Washington Regionals for Class 3A, Scottsburg versus Greensburg, a close one, but Scottsburg wins the Battle of the Bergs, 48-46. Finally, North Davies and Gibson Southern, also a close one, with North Davies winning, 48-44. More scores to come in the next 15. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by... Indiana Donor Network, Maxwell Gilly from WBDG joins me, rejoins me. He was at the Southport Regional, uh, and he uh, from WBDG, obviously, doing the matchup between Ben Davis and Cathedral. Ben Davis wins that one 63-53. Maxwell, did you catch any of the Brownsburg win over New Palestine? Uh, I just got there as it was ending, but I can tell you that Brownsburg got the big win over New Pal, 66-39. Brownsburg has shown that they are going to be impressive. And, you know, a lot of people had eyes on Ben Davis that they were just going to maybe, once they beat Cathedral, maybe have a cakewalk to the state championship. That's not going to be the case. Brownsburg could be a really difficult team to beat. I think you're right. They defend well. They have great length, two supremely talented kids. Uh, Very good. So I'm curious, you have uh, obviously covered Ben Davis the entire year. They're still undefeated, obviously. Uh, They play in one of the toughest uh, conferences in the country, in the state. They play play a very difficult uh, schedule. How have they been able to maintain this success and this high level of play with all of the obstacles they've had to face and all the pressure that's placed on this group of guys? It comes down to the fact that they want this. You talk to Coach Carlisle. I have the coaches show with him each and every single week. They have been talking about that they have certain goals that they are trying to achieve. They wanted to get the rematch over Cathedral back in December. They got that. Won the Hall of Fame Classic, won Marion County, won the Mick, and they keep having stepping stones to stay. So I think it's really just based on that will to win. But also, hey, they have a lot of talent on that team. I mean, there are about seven of them who can start, but I'm telling you, I think if we look down that roster, almost all of them could start anywhere else and be major contributors. 
We've also talked about the fact that they have a great inside-out combination. The Dowdy kid can score inside. He's a force inside. They're perimeter guys, uh, multiple guys who can catch, shoot, catch, beat you off the dribble, make great decisions. Um, it's a very well-put-together group. 100%, 100%. And it all, I think, is really – it's really helpful when you have a coach like Don Carlisle. He's played internationally. He has that experience. He was obviously a great high school player. He ends up going to state. He made it to IUPUI. was great there. So they have a lot of talent there, but I think Coach Don Carlisle and his great staff with so much experience is also a reason why they've been so successful. Matthew Gilly, WBDG, on the call of uh, Ben Davis's win over Cathedral at the Southport Regional. Matthew, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it very much, and hopefully we're talking next week. I'll see you then. Thanks very much. Coming up, we've got a lot more basketball to talk about. Purdue with a win earlier today uh, over Ohio State. The news was not good uh, for the Hoosiers. Uh, they are eliminated from the Big Ten Championship. Penn State Penn State uh, played a great game. Penn State was a tough Penn State was a tough matchup for the Hoosiers today. They, they really were. Um, they shot it well. Uh, I think the hard thing for, uh, for the Hoosiers today was the, their, their inability to, to stop the dribble uh, and the penetration and you know, I watched that game and I thought I was I thought I was watching Villanova the way they attacked and they, they got five guys on the floor can do things with it uh, and they can shoot it. You know, they can isolate you. They can get to the rim and finish. They can knock down threes. They got multiple guys can do this. They just give you difficult matchups at at more than one spot. Uh, and the Hoosiers uh, did not did not react well to it. So, you know, they're, they're going to get in the uh, tournament. Everyone understands that. But, you know, still, you're trying to play for a championship and you're trying to develop those habits. And the Boilermakers, Zach Eady does what Zach Eady does. Uh, it was an interesting game. Purdue was comfortable. And then Ohio State started to put some things together. They shot the ball better, cut, the, cut a lead down to five deep in the, uh, in the game. Uh, and then Edie knocks down a couple. Boilers make some hoops and get a cushion, and it'll be matched up with Penn State. I think it's a great game, to, quite frankly, tomorrow for the championship. Um, going to put a lot of a little stress on the uh, Purdue perimeter guys defensively. They're going to have to come up with ways to um, negate um, Penn State's ability to 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 beat you off the dribble and create things off the dribble and shoot the ball well it'd be fun it'd be a fun fun game and then as everybody wants to i'm going to find out who's playing whom and so uh it's important for us in indiana to find out what's going on with the uh, semi-state matchups uh i encourage you to head to ihsaa.org find out all of that information pairing show will be live with greg raystraw tomorrow on ihsaatv.org and you'll find out who's going to be playing whom. We know who won. The all-important matchups, the all-important pairings are coming up tomorrow. And then we're a couple of weeks away from the championship at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. That's going to be a great one. 
Uh, and I, I think you know, people are really starting, not starting, I think they're continuing to like the format uh, of a one-game regional, and then you have your three-game whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. High school basketball tonight in regional action. Park Heritage wins their first regional. We're joined by the head coach of Park Heritage, Rich Shelsky. And Rich, congratulations to you and your guys. I am correct. This is your first uh, regional, correct? No, no. Second. We we won her two years ago. See, you can never count on me to remember things, you know. Congratulations on your congratulations on your your second re win uh, today. You beat Northeastern fifty eight forty eight. This is a Northeastern team that's been playing very very good basketball. So you beat a really good team today. We did. They're, they're a great basketball team. Uh, really hard matchup for us. They're they're really physical. They're a lot older. You know, we're so young. You know, we we play two freshmen, two sophomores, a junior and a senior. And, uh, you know, they've got a bunch of older kids and really strong, put-together kids. And they play a very unique style in terms of really just throwing waves of pressure at you all game. And uh, to our guys' credit, they withstood everything they threw at us. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great night in Park County. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Did you think uh, th- when you go back, when you're putting together your summer schedule, you think you'd be in the position to win a regional with this group? Well, I just just got done talking at the pep session, and that's the one thing I said. I, You know, these guys have been pretty magical in this run so far these last two weeks, and I'm not sure they, they quite realize that, you know, how hard it is to get to this point right. and uh not sure that uh not sure that very many people expected us to be here and, and even ourselves i mean when you're as young as we are and you know having hardly you know we had a couple kids back that really played really one kid back that played meaningful meaningful minutes and uh you know we rely on a freshman to do an awful lot in terms of handling the ball and scoring and uh mm-hmm. for our guys to for our guys to, to, you know, put together the season they put together and then obviously culminated by this run that we're on right now, um, you know, we took our lumps. We had to take our lumps to get here. We took some lumps in the right. summer. We played more games this summer than we've ever played just because we knew going in we uh, we weren't very experienced, so we needed to get used to varsity-level basketball. And then obviously even during the season we took you know we took some lumps and and we had some excruciating losses where we were you know we thought we were the better team and really controlled right. a lot of the game and then lost at the end. I don't think we're here today without all of that happening and and that's a true testament to our guys and growing as a team. Hey, I need you to hang on through this scoreboard update. Can you do that? Absolutely. Rich Shelsky with us from Park Heritage. They win their second regional. Very impressive win over Northeastern today. We'll come back and talk more about that on Indiana Sports Talk.
All right, more regional scores for you. Boys, regional class 2A, North Judson. It was Lewis Cass and North Judson against each other. Lewis Cass winning 62-51. to Gary, 21st century, would play at Westview. Gary, 21st century, would win 67-58. The Lapel Regional saw Fort Wayne Blackhawk tip off against Tipton. Fort Wayne Blackhawk winning 80-59. Wapahani defeats Carroll 73-50. In the Greenfield Regionals, there was Indianapolis Senior against Park Tudor with Senior winning 45-42. Northeastern and Park Heritage, it was Park Heritage victorious 58-48. The South Ridge Regionals, there was Brownstown Central against Forest Park 64-49 in that one. Linton Stockton would beat North Decatur 62-33. Moving on to Class 1A, the Triton, the Triton Regional. Marquette Catholic facing off against Tri-County. It was 60-48 in favor of Marquette Catholic there. Couts versus Bethany Christian. Couts winning 44-40. In the Frankfurt Regionals, there was Fountain Central against Liberty Christian. Frank, I'm sorry. Fountain Central versus Liberty Christian. Fountain Central winning 54-42. Southwood defeating Blue River 57-38. In the Martinsville Regional, it was Indianapolis Lutheran against Bloomfield. Indianapolis Lutheran winning 43-40. And then Jack Sendell defeated Bethesda Christian 61-59. Finally, the Lagodi Regionals. Lagodi beating Northeast Du Bois 57-33, and Rock Creek Academy would beat New Washington 67-32. Next 15, we'll have more on Pacers, IU, Purdue, and all the sports around the state of Indiana. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Rich Shelsky, the head coach at Park Heritage rejoins us at the Greenfield Regional. Park Heritage beat Northeastern 58-48. Cecina beat Park Tudor 45-42. So, Coach, in your game with Northeastern, it's a 10-point win. Is it? Is it close? At what point do you get some separation from them? Well, <laughs> they uh, they smacked us in the face right away. Got up five to nothing to start the game, and and eventually sixteen to six late in the first quarter. Uh, we settled down, scored, got a couple buckets in the first quarter, went down 16 to 10 after one, and then the second quarter we really turned it on. Uh, I think what we outscored 19 to uh, 13, so we're up 29-23, or no, 19 to seven. We're up uh, 29 to three at half uh, with a lot of momentum, and we carried that momentum into the third quarter. Had a big third quarter. We. Uh, took a 13-point lead into the fourth and then kind of held on. You know, the the pressure that they throw at you, it's, it's you know, it's kind of hard to play against a lot. And you can't simulate it in practice. And, you know, mm-hmm. we had to see it, you know, then right. kind of get used to it. And, you know, it shows <laughs> how far our team has come. I, like I've told everybody, I don't think in November or December against a team that good, I don't think we win that game, um, but because we've been through the battles now and, and have learned and have grown as a team, you know, we really kept our composure and, and did a great job of not only building the lead but then maintaining. And it was really kind of a 8- to 12-point game all the fourth quarter, so we, we did an excellent job there. All right, who steps up and plays well for you tonight? Well, uh, sophomore Ren Harper did not miss a shot. Uh, he he wow. hit the big three last Saturday night with two minutes to go against North Putt to put us ahead for good, and uh, he carried that over into this weekend. He goes seven for seven from the field, four of four from three for 18 points. 
uh, my kid, Trey Shelsky, uh, had 15 and, and eight assists, did a great job of making the right basketball play most of the night. Uh, and they really hounded him. They guarded him really well. Uh, did a really good job with him, but he he battled through it, and you know he wasn't perfect, but you know for our team he's got to do a lot, and and he's been our leader all year, and he really made the right basketball play most of the game today, and and got guys open shots, and and you know made shots when he needed to, obviously made free throws down the stretch, and then uh, our junior spark plug Max Dowd had 11 for us, and you know he's Mr. Defense for us, he he's our energy guy, and. He stepped up, you know, I would be remiss not to say that we did shoot 69% from the field for the game. <laughs> we, were, we were 20 of 29 from the field and the 8 of 11 mm-hmm. from three, um, which we had to do. We, know, we knew going in we had to make shots in this game. We right. knew defensively they had the – we don't turn it over very much, but we knew defensively they had the ability to possibly turn us over a little bit and – and unfortunately, we did have 18 turnovers today. But you know, you you can make up for that when you go eight of 11 from three and and 20 of 29 right. from the field. So, so that was a big day for us offensively. Huge day. All right, I know you had to, to concentrate on your game. Did you catch any of the Cecina Park Tudor game? No, we well, I watched it on my phone. We uh, we actually went. We left early here from Park County and went to Mount Vernon and walked through and. Then stayed there and ate and showered and and prepped for for our game. We didn't roll into Greenfield Central till after that game was over. Uh, I have seen Cecina on film. You know that that wasn't a fluke. You know Park Tudor's got a great team, but uh, mm-hmm. Cecina's beaten them twice on the year. And Cecina's very well coached, and they've got some really nice basketball players. Our semi state's loaded. You know the other two teams have big-time Division One players on them, and, and they're great teams. We've seen actually seen Linton up close and personal in the Wabash Valley Classic. You know, they thumped us pretty good back in December, the day after Christmas. Um, so, you know, but right now for us, as hot as we are and, and the way we're playing, you know, we're, we're really kind of playing. And as young as we are, we're kind of playing on right. house money. So, it honestly, next week, you know, when we get up tomorrow and watch the, watch the semi-state draw, uh, I mean this. So uh, it, it doesn't matter to us who we play. We're it's going to be a great experience for our kids. Uh, something that they'll remember forever. And you know, hopefully, the start of some some nice sustained success. You know, we've had a lot of success so far as Park Heritage High School, and and hopefully, this is a another right. step towards that. So, going to be a really fun week in Park County. It should be at Greenfield Central today. In regional action, Park Heritage beats Northeastern 58-48. Cicino over Park Tudor 45-42. Rich Shelsky, thank you, Rich, for the call. I hope hope it didn't take you out of the the, uh, pep session. I hope you had fun with that, and I, I wish you the best next weekend. Absolutely. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Coming up, we're going to talk more basketball. That's fun. That's that's fun stuff. Young guys shooting the lights out of it. Man, oh, man. Um, so we're all set. We have all the games set. Again, make sure you check out IHSAATV.org tomorrow to catch the pairings for the upcoming semi-states. 
Yeah, we're we're at the sim. We'll be at the semi-state round next week, if you can believe that. Uh, this thing <laughs> just c- continues to fly by. I I, I uh, can continue to be amazed that we are uh, at, at this particular stage of it, and uh, it's going awfully, awfully fast. Tomorrow's one of those big days. It's, uh, you know, the pairing show for the uh, regional, excuse me, for the semi-states. You have the selection Sunday for the NCAA tournament, uh, which is always, always a fun, fun day. Um, and I think that everybody, you know, you know around here, uh, we're getting we're getting ready uh, for um, um, you know we think you know I you know I you and Purdue clearly are going to be in I think everybody understands that so uh, so we just wonder now who and where and uh, what that's going to be so the pairing show for the regionals that's tomorrow five o'clock five o'clock. Central, excuse me, Eastern Time, 4 o'clock Central. Don't forget that you're moving your clocks up tomorrow. So don't uh, you know, make sure you make sure you get all that. OK, and uh, so make sure you have have some time. Um, eh, I'm not sure that's at five o'clock. You know what? Go to IHSAA dot org to find out, because I'm I, I am. Um, I don't want to give you wrong information on the pairing show. You can always go to the uh, uh, website and find out uh, after the fact. So make sure you go there um, and find out who's going to be playing whom as we get ready to get ready for the state championship in a couple of weeks at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Uh, later on tonight, we're going to continue to talk about college basketball, IU difficult loss today. Um to Penn State, Penn State, I thought Penn State was the better team, frankly, watching that game. I thought they were. I thought they handled, uh, they they defended well. They had a great game plan for Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, doubled him quite a bit and doubled him quickly, doubled him from different directions. Um, there are only so many ways you can do it. And, you know, he has uh, has done well handling double teams, passes well out of it. Uh, today, I thought that, you know, Penn State showed him enough different looks, um, different people doubling him. I think the zone, even though they didn't use it much, uh, having to change and react to that. I thought Micah Shrewsbury's uh, game plan was outstanding. Always good to see, a, you know, a, a Hoosier do do good things. And he's done quite well. His team is poised to take on, obviously, the Boilers tomorrow. Uh, for the Big Ten Championship. Boilers had a solid day. As you know, Zach Eady has another one of those um, one of those days where he plays awfully, awfully well at both ends. We'll come back, talk some more basketball after this scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
All right, a little recap of college basketball in as it pertains to the state of Indiana. The Purdue Boilermakers beating Ohio State earlier today, 80-66. to They will advance to the finals of the Big Ten Tournament. And while we had a chance for it to be a third matchup between IU and Purdue in the finals of the Big Ten Tournament, that was not the case. As you just heard, a great Penn State team managed to oust the Hoosiers earlier today, 77-73, to meaning that the Big Ten Championship game is going to be between the Penn State Nittany Lions and the Purdue Boilermakers. The Indiana Pacers played earlier against the Detroit Pistons. This is the first of a doubleheader in Detroit. Standout player from this game being Jalen Smith with nine rebounds, one assist, and 20 points. Shades of the Jalen Smith we saw last season. Here's him hitting a three-pointer in the fourth quarter. Shot clock at 14, game clock at 7.15. The Pacers are in front by four. Wara gets it into Hill, way up top. Hill moving to his left against Magruder. To the top, Smith has an open three. He'll take it and make it. Smith has been shooting the three quite effectively lately. Once again, it was Jalen Smith hitting a three. 20 points on the night from him. O'Shea Brissett seeing some impressive playing time as well. 19 minutes, 11 points, 7 rebounds, and 1 assist for himself. Welcome back to Indiana on George Hill's behalf. Number 7 had 4 rebounds, 5 assists, and 4 points. Hoping to retire Pacers sometime next season. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sam Fritz, are you with me? Yes, I am, Coach. Great job tonight. Glad you're here. Thanks so, so much. Tell me what time. Well, tell me what time the Big Ten Championship game is tomorrow. Let me get that for you. I haven't found it just quite yet. I'm sorry to put you on the spot. So it'll be it'll be fun. Should be a good game. I think it'll be a great game. To be honest. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, obviously having an Indiana team, it's a little disappointing that uh, we're obviously not going to be seeing uh, the Indiana battle we could have. I mean, IU having beat Purdue twice this season, you would have seen a very intense Boilermaker team. Uh, As an update, so tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. is when Penn State and Purdue will tip off. Yeah, got to get it over before the uh, selection show comes on. So everybody has to be ready. Yeah. So, you know, that that kind of stuff. So um, that's what happens. Now, tell me about the Pacers again. George George Hill uh, back in town. Pacers, they're in Detroit uh, for back-to-back. Is that what it is? Yes. So uh, tonight in Detroit, and then I believe they're going to have a day off before they face Detroit again right. on Monday. All right. So when are they back? When are they back here? Let me look that up for you real quick. Uh, it's looking like the Pacers will be back here. Uh, ooh, they're on a pretty big road trip. It's Pacers Bucks. They'll be back here again March 18th to take on the Sixers yet again. And I was at their okay. last matchup against the Sixers, which the Pacers, in my opinion, should have absolutely won. Uh, I Coach Carlisle yeah. can't say it, so I'll say it. The officiating okay. uh, did not help us any in that game. All right, well, let's talk some regional action. Newcastle, the site. Delta beats Peru 54-47. Mark Detweiler, the head coach at Delta, joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on the great win today. Thanks. Yeah, we've uh, we've been playing really well uh, the last couple weeks defensively. I made a comment to our assistant coach, uh, I think game one of our sectional, about like, 
uh, said we we may not come out of our zone until the end of March, and uh, that's kind of proved true. And we've we went 14 straight quarters now in our zone, and it's been really really special. And uh, we've been a team all year. It's kind of mixed man and zone, and guys right, are just locked right. in right now. And and um, you know like we had a, a second quarter tonight against Peru where. Uh, they only got two points in the second quarter, and we I think we were up wow. 25-11 at the half. And uh, So what we've done in the zone has been really good. So what are you doing? I mean, what what, what kind of zone, and what what, you, what makes it so special? Well, yeah, I'll be honest, you know, it's uh, one of those uh, Basil Mobby specials, you know. And, uh, so when you say Basil Mobby, you know zone, and, and, and a lot of his rules <laughs> right. Uh, right. that we've stolen from him over the years. And, and we, we just got two really quick guards out front, Johnny Maynard and Blake Jones. And, uh, and so they're just hard to get around. And, and we've just frustrated teams, you know, in the last couple of weeks with it, and they just can't get shots. And and so we've been able to get comfortable leads, and we needed it tonight. You know, we knew Peru was dangerous, and uh, I think we got up 16 at the end of the third, and and uh, they made it interesting. They just started getting downhill on us and attacking us uh, off the bounce. And but no, it's it's we've just been really good out front. Uh, we got great quickness, and uh, and, and so uh, what we've done with ball pressure out of it has been really good. Right. Hard to replicate that in practice as people try to prepare for you too. That's one of the bonuses, and 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 your kids now believe in it. That's another big thing they, is they believe when they go out there they're going to lock people up. You're right, yeah, and that is that is a key. And they, you know, we, you have to sell kids on it because you know they, you know, kids will you can sell them on the press, you can sell them, you know, man, but man, you know, get them to play in the zone because. Possessions can get longer, you know, and and, right. and getting them right. committed to, to guard sometimes for thirty seconds, and and it's been so good for us in the last couple of weeks. Teams have struggled to get shots, and and so, but you know, it's hard to get kids that committed, but we are committed, and and so yeah. And tonight we had just a good effort from Damari Hood Jr. He had twenty one for us, but good balance. Uh, you know, Damari Hood and Jackson Ward have been two solid juniors that have led us, and tonight uh, right. it was Damari's hey, turn, coach. and then yeah, coach. Hey, Coach, yeah. I hate to interrupt you. Can you hang on here through through this short Absolutely. break, and we'll talk sure. more about your kids? Sure. All right. Thank you. Mark Detweiler from Delta will stay with us. We'll come back after this short break on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. Mark Detweiler, the basketball coach at Delta, rejoins us. They win their regional in impressive fashion. They win at uh, Newcastle. They beat Peru. 54-47. Coach, you were talking about your kids who stood out and had some great, great games for you today and did good things. I'll let you go back and revisit that and brag about these guys. Sure, thanks. Uh, yeah, well, they, you know, Damari Hood led us tonight with 21. We had good balance, and uh, we've leaned on Damari and Jackson Wars, and Jackson Wars had a tremendous sectional force and uh, career-high 27 last week for him. He's another junior, and uh, has, you know, he's battled a dislocated shoulder, comes out every week on him, uh, a labral tear. Mm, he's played through it mm. since, since the third game of the year. And yet last week, I think he had 68 in three games. And uh, he had a quiet night tonight, <laughs> only had four. You know, so, yeah, uh, he, he's, yeah he's, he's a tough kid. And uh, and it came out again tonight during the game. And, and so, you know, we had to limit his minutes a little bit. But uh, other guys stepped up. And, you know, Jaden Fernie, another junior force, had 11. And, uh, Caden Bond came off the bench, had eight, uh, you know, with just, just good balance and we get good minutes from our bench and, uh, just really proud of them from where they were and where they are now. And what we're doing defensively is really special. And I don't think anybody's broke 50 on us in about three weeks. So, um, 
we're locked in, you know, defensively and uh, just uh, doing what we need to do and uh, found a way to survive against a good Peru team tonight and, uh, who who wouldn't go away. They ended up cutting a three late, and we had to hold on and make some free throws. You know, when you play this way and, you, and you're limiting possessions, basically, you have to be a f- I mean, that's, you can talk about your defense, and that's a big part of it. But I have to, I would have to think you, you're impressed with the efficiency with what you're doing offensively. It, 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 that's, that's been the last piece for, for this group because we were struggling about six weeks ago and just making the extra pass and, and going from a kind of a good to a great shot. Uh, you know, is, is such a, uh, a big deal, and and they figured that out. But you're right because the zone right. does the gun. You know, it's, it was twenty five to eleven at the half, and you know, and, and that's the same way our scores were last week. You know, and uh, you know, I know kids want to play. You know, they want to get forty and a half, and they want to play faster. And the zone just slows the game down, so you do have to be efficient on the <laughs> offensive end, and and they mm-hmm. figured that out. You know, so by making the extra pass, and they're sharing the ball, and they're they're fun right now. So hopefully, we can keep it going. Let's hope so. Mark Detweiler from Delta. Big win in their uh, regional matchup. They'll find out who they're playing tomorrow when the pairings uh, for the semi-states come out uh, at Newcastle again. Uh, Big win for um, Coach Detweiler and his guys. Coach, I appreciate the call. Good luck hey, next week, irrespective of who you're, you're dealing with. Good win over Peru today, and I, I wish you the best next week. Thanks for the call. Thanks. We appreciate everything you do. Coming. Oh, you're very kind. Thanks very much. We appreciate that very much. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with Mr. Sam Fritz. In the next hour, I want to start it off with Mark Forrester from our great station in Muncie. Talking about this Delta and Peru game, uh, we'll have some college basketball to talk about in the next hour or two, and more on the regionals around the state. This is Indiana.